0: so this is the show the show's starting now this is q and i'm jewish dave this is q uh this is bird (laughs) road And this is Bird Road. Hey, uh, before before we lost the beginning, we should of this have like a, we should have a wildly
1: in, involved <laughs> intro section from now on. We should have like uh, we should have like the weather and the like you know, temperature and the five day. do I past, have to research at all. News on the nines. We should have like a, a big. Hey everybody! Like the the thing that I was joking about that you heard at the outset of the show. Hey everyone! Is here, We're here with yeah. got What's the right voice? I don't even know what the right voice is for that. I, I don't remember at all anymore. It's lost forever. It's lost forever. The wacky morning zoo voice. What well, is the wacky morning zoo voice? All well, right, we're up. They replaced here. all those guys with black guys who sound way cooler. Oh, uh, what's oh, up? Oh, dude, I'm, I got dope speed right now. Right now, I'm at 43, 44... I'm Mon- sure mine's right around the... Monkey bites per second. Yeah, but you can't check because you, you have a fundamentally flawed system. Well, I could I could look on my, uh, on my phone. That's but- not the same thing. It's so <laughs> weird how you need to deflect respons- personal responsibility. This is an only child <sighs> problem. Sorry. Somehow it's one that I didn't grow up with because we're both only children, but uh, you definitely got it. The one where it's like, it can never be a problem. The thing on your on your side. It can never be huh. a problem that of, it, of something just, that's yours. It, it's
0: just not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You don't have that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's definitely no chance it's on your side. The problem. <laughs> When's the last time I ever did anything wrong? Would be my question for you. Hey, I was just
0: going to say, though... Um, Are you still
1: recording, by the way? Is this still yeah, recording? it's recording. It's yeah, recording yeah, beautifully. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's, yeah. Everything's working out great. Everything's working out perfect. Everything's great. Um, we're both really yeah.
1: happy with each other.
0: <laughs> You're going to have to figure out how to cut these together. But, um, you know, before we before we lost the beginning of the conversation, we were talking about novelizations of movies. Would it surprise you to find out that I used to read novelizations of video games? That's insane. That's a different level. Because what we were talking
1: about was my weird thing of uh, of, of reading novelizations of, of um, the, the Karate, karate Kid. kid. Yeah. yeah. Which I read 10 times in one year and I just couldn't put it down. Every night I would open it up and just read like 30, 40 pages of it when I was like 7 or 8 years old. The two I remember. No, what, okay is I a, remember what is a video what, game that has yeah, a novelization?
0: Blaster Master for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Also Shadowgate. And then uh, I think at Cardi Warriors, I think there is one, um, and I I loved them. They're the best. I I actually forgot they existed until like maybe a year or two ago. Then I don't know it somehow came up, and I was like, holy
1: shit, I remember that. Well, I remember in Nintendo Power. They would write these like narrative stories about yeah. like like Link, like what Link was doing, yeah, or what Mario. What was funny is like they never seemed to want to really mess with the Mario world that much in Nintendo Power. Like, they never really dove into, I was always wanting more Mario stories, but I always loved the cartoon Nestor. Remember Nestor? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I (laughs) love Nestor. I think they were scared to introduce too much because they
0: knew they couldn't accomplish it within the game yet, so they didn't want to, like, introduce too much,
1: and then people would be like, well, why isn't it in the game? I don't know. They should bring back Nestor. Like, what if they relaunched Nestor? I I could
0: picture. It. I mean, it's a, uh, a nostalgic thing. I think and people would older. be all over it. He's forty. It. <laughs> he still plays video games. He hates. Uh, he hates everyone
1: around him. He has to introduce himself <laughs> to his neighbors when he moves into a new neighborhood. <laughs> uh, his quick, browser uh, history my name's is very suspect. My name's Nestor, no last name. And uh, I bet you Nestor has a last name, and we're going to get called out for not knowing it. Like I Will should have no Will will be like, name. "Man, how the hell do you not know that Nestor's <laughs> last name is uh or some shit. I don't know what it is, but Will might have a Nestor tattoo. I could see that. I could see I could see Will aka Knox Prime having a <laughs> Nestor tattoo. He's going to be angry at us for just having this conversation without him. Yeah. <laughs> We're assuming a bunch of things about you, Will. Um so what's up man uh what's happening we're not going to talk about the movie that you just went to see that's fine nah we already talked about it i went to see glass and it was all right all right that's that's all people need to know which segues nicely into our opening plugs which is to um download uh rate and review this show do the same thing with piecing it together jewish dave's podcast about movies what's coming up on um Piecing it together, Dave. I guess glass, right? But what else? Yeah. Well, we we had a Halloween
0: episode uh, scheduled for this coming Friday, but I'm probably going to bump it so we could squeeze in an episode on glass and we'll do Halloween next week. Uh, but yeah, and we just put up the Stars Born episode the other day.
1: Um, also, don't forget to subscribe to Red Tide Radio, um, which is the official DSA podcast for the Miami DSA chapter. The official podcast for the Miami DSA chapter, which I'm producing. Also, if you're in Miami, if you're down here, get down here. Remember that get, down guy? Here. <laughs> get down here. Get down here. I don't even remember that guy's name, but he had a TV show about him. You know that? His name was Chop. The yeah. Chopper. No, the Chopper. Chop? Yeah. His name was Chop, Well, right? he calls himself Chop. His name was he the Chopper, though. He sold me a Chevy S10 pickup. You remember that red Chevy S10 pickup that I had? Yeah, 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 absolutely. The the chopper sold me that. Nice. uh, Yeah, at uh, Dodge. Some Vegas Desert Dodge, you need to get down here. (laughs) He's like, I feel like Pitbull stole his shit off of Chopper, right? Because Chopper was Pitbull before Pitbull. Totally, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's the the total blueprint for it. He was the blueprint.
0: (laughs) I'm looking at the thing It just... (laughs) 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 <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> In the outline, the thing of the, the Hulk Hogan thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even explain it. This is dead air. I have to cut this out because what am I gonna do? Explain that joke? I can't, no. I can't get away with that one,
0: man. Oh we go. Crying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, brother!
0: Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bone saw is ready. <laughs>
0: Oh. oh, my God. Oh,
1: man. Didn't... um, No, it's funny, though, because Hulk Hogan... <laughs> I don't even know if I want to go down this road. Hulk, Hulk Hogan <laughs> did get in trouble for, for uh, racial language at one point, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he looks, not coincidentally, like Dog the Bounty Hunter, who also right. got in trouble. And what I would say is it's very Pollyanna-ish of you or very, very uh, naive of you to think that anybody who looks like those two guys doesn't use that word right. all the time. <laughs> all the time. And, Just constantly. Yeah, and, and especially like pre-2010-ish. Like yeah. <laughs> with impunity in public, in public places where there's recording equipment. Yeah. <laughs> I would be shocked. Pr- we should
0: probably move on.
1: If the National Enquirer tomorrow came out with a story that was like, Chris Christofferson has never used that word and we have proof, I would be shocked. I'd be like, whoa. Or no, not Chris Christofferson. Who's a better one? I would be shocked if tomorrow. Mickey Rourke Mickey Rourke That's what I was going to say Fuck you God damn you Oh you motherfucker You son of a bitch oh, So here was my two different ideas That I had for um For an intro skit Since we're not really doing Intro skits anymore And we'll just continue To not do them I guess Because they require effort And neither of us are Putting that in I think we'll eventually get back to it. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so one of them was I wanted to do like one where the, it was like I wanted you to. Wait, be, so just to be clear, we're now going to describe going the to potential intro skits. This, this one is pegged to, to a news event, so it won't make sense to do it like a month from now. <laughs> okay. I think you can get your phone off of the desk from vibrating every two seconds? <laughs> uh, done. I would love to see your weekly stats on your phone. Like the thing where you don't even have an iPhone, so you probably don't get that. But the update of like how much time you're doing on your phone. What the fuck would I want to know that? So that you could govern yourself a little bit more and not be, you know, a slave to a little piece of fucking plastic and metal in your hand. And I know, just have your I know how much time I spend on my in own. It every moment of every day, ignoring the human beings around you and the potential for, you know, actual interaction
0: hey there are there are no human
1: beings around me so i think that your whole premise is wrong god i can't wait till you get here for our live show which was the last thing i was going to plug our live show you need to get down here and then we went off on the fucking uh on the chopper thing the february 21st union beer store little havana miami florida um but i'm gonna be haranguing you so much down here i'm gonna be like life coaching you and it's gonna it's gonna be sick it's going to be so sick. Why me? Because well, I don't really have anybody else to do it to. And um you're the one that needs it. I mean, you can try to life coach me. guess that's a, little a good bit. enough reason. I'm fucking up all the time, but like you can I apologize at least when I fuck up. I've never seen you apologize. <laughs> I don't know about any of that. I'm sure you it can. sounds like pure bullshit you spent like half of your time apologizing to Gina for th- yeah. for nothing right? and my dad and my She's mom like, I'm sorry I don't know what to tell you uh, you please stop being angry at me <laughs> what have I done um uh, so okay so the bit was gonna be this it's for Martin Luther King Junior Day right? oh boy here we go <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right off the <laughs> bat right off the bat it's gold uh so you are Jake Tapper and I'm I'm the voice of Martin Luther King Jr. from the past. It's totally not problematic, it's, and I'm going to explain why. Um, so it's you uh, hosting, as Jake Tapper, hosting a special CNN State of the Union or uh, whatever, like um, CNN primetime special about a retrospective of the life and uh, work and career of Martin Luther King and the impact and resonance of, of the life of. Martin Luther King Jr. and you would be calling back to to uh different things that he said and different points in his history and it would be and it would be me repeating the things but um the lines would be altered and the things that he says would be altered so it would be like it, it, the, the point of it is this it's like people forget i think that Martin Luther King when he was killed was hated most of America hated Martin Luther King. He was one uh. of the most disliked people in the country. And I say that to make the point that today the hagiography and the sort of like uh, the worship that's that's come that, that where he's become an acceptable black historical figure when at the time, he was reviled and hated and the FBI and law enforcement plotted to kill him. Fucking, in my opinion, probably did kill him. And, um, the, the fact that we look back now and he's acceptable. He's a thing that we teach in elementary school, which he should be, he should be held up as a hero, which is what he, what he was. And, um, but we never reckon with how we treat the March on Selma and we treat, the speeches that he gave, as if there were these things that brought the country together in that moment, and that we, our forebearers, or like, you know, people, not non black, non people of color, who are our forebearers, our parents, and their parents heard that and just became better people on the fucking spot like oh yeah wow that's a really good point about the you know little black boys and little black girls and little and little white boys and little white girls playing together that's that's a great you know nobody changed their mind in that moment because of his because sure, of anything yeah. he did or said um he was widely reviled and again i bring that up invoke how often you'll hear people again reviling pe- uh, other black celebrities or black people with big platforms like a LeBron James or like a Dwayne Wade or like a, um you know a Colin Kaepernick uh, they they'll tell them like oh be more like Martin Luther King Jr. but Martin Luther King Jr. they would have te- they would have told him be more like Booker T Washington you know it will, and right. it, it's 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 you're never going to be accepted it's never going to be okay To challenge that authority. They're going to hate you in your time. They're always going to hate you in your time. And I think that. um, That that's often forgotten. So anyway. Now that I've explained the shit out of the premise. The execution is that you. Jake Tapper. Are announcing that. uh, Thanks to corporate sponsorship. Now Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, full. Audio uh, records will be. um, Saved forever. And uh, with only minor changes to them. And then I'm martin luther king jr and i'm like and don't forget that arby's has got the meats and things like (laughs) and just throw in like corporate (laughs) science because that's what that's what they do to him now they're like they they make him be he was remember last year i think it was in the super bowl last year where they made the 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 whole thing with uh i think it was like dodge a dodge ram commercial that had martin luther king jr's um (laughs) Oh, yeah. Didn't people get mad about the? Yeah. And you know what? I got <laughs> mad about it, too. That's bullshit, yeah. dude. The last yeah. fucking thing that Martin Luther <laughs> King Jr. would want is for his fucking voice to be, his words, his speech to be used on a fucking Dodge Ram commercial. He was not <laughs> a, like, willing... I mean, I think there's arguments about, like, how socialist he was and how, you know, his, what he believed and um, what he espoused. Uh like where it f- sort of fell on the I- ideological circ- like scale. But one thing you could definitely say is that he was not a willing capitalist and he was not somebody who like bought into the American system as it was with the benefit of time. And he would be 90 years old uh, today uh, on Martin Luther King day when we're going to release this episode. But mm-hmm. um, with the benefit of time he's been taken and sort of the edges have been you know buffed off of him and he's been turned into this uh, like a brand basically he has been turned into a thing like oh well everybody knows what martin luther who martin luther king jr was let's use one of his speeches what's that going to cost us you know and just kind of plugged into certain um elements of our of our society that he probably would not have gladly been a part of so that would have been that skit yeah but I was too lazy to write anything beyond the whole him Martin Luther King. I just honestly it came it came to me with Martin Luther King Jr. just saying Arby's we got the meats because I thought, <laughs> I thought that was but well, I, I like it I think it would have been a good skit so I, I'm I'm on board with this skit that's not gonna happen Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day everybody Yeah
0: that actually uh, your your explanation of uh, of how white people felt about him and all that. Uh, it reminds me not to bring the subject to the movies, but it seems like after the Producers Guild Awards last night, it seems like Green Book is now the uh, the front runner for Best Picture, and Green Book is like the epitome of that that white letting themselves off for racism. Uh, you know, thing mm. in movies. It's like, it's just so bland and lame. And it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fucking sad if that really does win best picture. But I, right now I, before I was thinking probably Roma. Now it sure does seem like uh that's really our front runner. Well, I haven't it's seen just it yet. Very is, it, is it one of
1: those things like, um, like Brian from street fight was telling us like where, it's a it's like a movie that tries to be woke but then kind of capitulates towards the end or something like that and, and makes yeah. it like kind of rosy and like where he was saying, What was the movie he was talking about? The Hate You Give where the Hate uh, You Give, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's a it, it's a movie that starts out sort of promising, where it's sort of indicting the concept of authority and um over policing in black communities and uh by the end of it it's like, Well, some cops are good too like, like right, that kind right. of thing. Yeah, no, the
0: the whole thing, it's just a super feel good movie, and it's like It's like the main character has an arc where he goes from being a a racist, so racist that uh, when these black guys are in his house to fix uh, the plumbing, uh, he throws out their glasses that they drink water from afterwards to being a really nice guy that loves black people. hang on.
1: (laughs) Does that make me a racist that I do that?
0: Wait, for for, yeah, I was going to say for black
1: people or or for what? (laughs) I do that to Puerto Rico. I I do that to Puerto Rican people. No, I'll do that to like the like if of the the person's Puerto Rican, just like me. It's a stranger. I don't know where they've been. No idea where that guy's been. You are becoming more and more sexy. Odd in your old age. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So will that be? Will that um make you furious if that happens?
0: Yeah, I think that would be. I mean, I guess it's better than Bohemian Rhapsody, but uh, it's
1: the second worst possibility. This year, Bohemian Rhapsody seems kind of like the, um, like the, uh, La La Land, like it's the yeah. one that has all the earmarks, and that everybody kind of, like. But critics didn't like it though. So yeah, I but mean critics bo- didn't like La La Land either.
0: They were split on it. Some of them really did actually like it. Some of them were on board with all the backlash. It was like totally mixed. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is just critically absolutely hated, but people love it people absolutely loved it or
1: no I guess you don't you got to wait until BOD comes out uh, Yeah no yeah it's funny I
0: I just watched it again yesterday the second time First time I saw it was in the theater in IMAX with a big crowd and it was actually fun even though it was like I was watching and I was like this is a bad movie but I'm having fun anyway uh, because of all the Queen music, but watching it at home on my dad's bootleg with, with my parents <laughs> and with like just on a TV and no big sound system. It, it, there's nothing left. It's just a bad movie with nothing left.
1: You know what Queen so. you know what Bohemian Rhapsody might be done better as what, what medium it might be really good in. They don't do this for adult um, intellectual property. They only do this for little kid intellectual property uh, on ice in a big stadium. In a big, like, uh, you know, idea. In, a, in a huge, um, in a huge hockey stadium, right? You Dirty go to Mar- Ma- Madison Square that. Garden in Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody on ice, and it's like a, a, like, an enormous arena rock show, but on on ice. And I, don't I know. can see that happening. Yeah.
0: I mean, hey, it's now the biggest, uh, biopic of all time. So, uh, I wouldn't doubt they're gonna do more queen shit. Bigger than Rockstar.
1: Bigger than Rockstar, man. Bigger than Rockstar. Rockstar was a (laughs) forebearer for that shit. What was the first biopic
0: God, that
1: started that shit? What was the first one? It wasn't Ray. Was it Ali? I guess so. Another guy, by the way, completely whitewashed. Right, exactly. (laughs) For what he was. Muhammad Ali today is presented as a fucking teddy bear. As like a, a cute little pet that everybody loved and everybody thought was and like people would would like and that that the whole uh establishment and authority structure and the whole country thought was 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 a hero in the moment that every single person in any level of authority throughout this country absolutely and and the overwhelming majority of white people hated Muhammad Ali and he's another guy. His birthday was just the other day, actually. It's funny because his birthday was January nineteenth. Um, that's another guy, man. Where today the stories we tell about how much everybody loved Muhammad Ali in that moment are full of shit. Oh yeah, and everybody people hated him in the in the time at the time. And so many people are so scared to be on the fucking wrong side of history, but they sure as hell aren't scared to be on the wrong side of history in the moment. Speaking of which, did you see, uh, this guy, uh, Nathan Phillips, the native American elder, uh, who was protesting and the the, the whole, I mean, like at this point it's Sunday night. I don't think anybody's not seen that shit. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? I mean, is it, it's not surprising. That's
0: for sure. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah, no, I mean, I, I,
1: I I did see, I did see people saying that it's fake Um, so, well, what happened is that the first snippet (laughs) where the, where the little like weaselly kid was like, was just kind of staring at him with his, with his like creepy ass smile. Yeah. That was the first clip that came out, which made it look like he was encircled by all these, um, these MAGA moron, uh, in training high schoolers and, Later on, you see a few different angles, and well, of course, the 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 Chud universe in on Twitter, they got like a clip of two seconds of the guy. His name is um Nathan. What did I say? Nathan Phillips. I don't want to say Nathan Fielder. I keep wanting to say Nathan Fielder. <laughs> uh, Nathan Phillips. Like they're like, oh well, this proves that he antagonized them. It's like a one and a half second clip where you see him take like two steps in the general direction of the least crowd of kids. (laughs) They're like, well, that proves it. Uh, but what happened was apparently they were being, um, have you ever heard of, do you remember from New York? The, uh, the black Israelites. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the black Israelites? They're Uh still around and they're still on DC and in New York. They're still super active. They go and they chant and they yell the craziest shit. So I guess there was like a handful of black Israelites that were at this, um, it wasn't like an organized protest. It was just like a weekend of action. There were all types of different groups in the area. And don't forget that these, a lot of these, um, little weaselly ass kids from this Covington Catholic high school in Northern Kentucky. They came to do exactly this. They came to like get into shit and, and, uh, they came for the right to life pro- protest which is uh, automatically I'm sorry I'm going to be against you cuz you're a misogynistic piece of shit and you're uh <laughs> you're being raised by misogynistic pieces of shit and it's an all boys school so like what the yeah. F- <laughs> yeah thanks for your thanks for your input on what you know what women should do with their body anyway um <laughs> but apart from all the fuck the bullshit and the virtue signaling and all that like the the kids were there wearing the MAGA hats and they got confronted by these black Israelites. And um, I guess the black Israelites kind of owned them pretty pretty hard and were making fun of them pretty hard. So they all decided to start doing some chants. And what everybody's saying is that they were doing chants because there was like a hundred of these kids. They started doing chants about um, just their school chants, right? Just like, like go, go rapers or rapists or whatever their school <laughs> chants like, things are. And uh, so they were doing that and a handful of these Native American protesters kind of waded into the middle of them and the incantation or whatever the fuck this guy Phillips was doing was supposed to be like a healing balm between these like entitled southern pricks and uh, and the lunatic black israelites who honestly i'm gonna be on the black Israelites side of any of these things, just because like they're, they're fucking hilarious they're funnier they're than i could ever be and the, either of us could ever be so um they told like the black israelites yelled at the one black kid that was a part of the um that was a part of that high school they were like be careful your, your white devil friends are going to harvest your organs and nice the kid was like what <laughs> what the fuck does that mean um so anyway oh yeah so fast forward and um all these the, the video comes out it doesn't look good because it's a bunch of like leering jackass smirking shitheads and if you were ever a leering jackass smirking shithead in high school you know what these guys look like if you went to high school <laughs> with these guys you know what they look like they like everybody's trying to pretend like oh they were just nervous they were just little tender boys that were just like smiling out of like no that's not what was going on you've clearly never been anybody who says that has clearly never been a teenage asshole if you've been a teenage asshole (laughs) you you can recognize your own kind these kids were teenage assholes they were they were like smirking shitheads that were that were uh you know to their credit they didn't do anything bad to this native american guy they didn't like attack him or hit him or or even Really get in his face or anything like that. I mean, they don't really deserve any kind of um, punishment or anything like that. They they don't deserve any punishment beyond just being high schoolers who wear MAGA hats. Like that's enough punishment by itself. Like you're already uh, just a just a, a low bottom ass fucking loser. And, like, it kind of sucks though that they're not. They don't fit the uh,
0: the being old people stereotype. Like yeah. that, that, there really is these young people out there that are going yeah. to be another in, generation in fucking of garbage. The hills
1: of northern Kentucky, dude. Like, yeah. yeah, but I mean, come on, they're, they're out it, there, they're though. there for sure. The whole middle of the country that is occupied by nobody that has like maybe a five percent of the population is filled with those kids. These enormous states that Kentucky's not that big of a state, um, population or size wise, but you think of places like. Wyoming and fucking Montana and these, the Dakotas and these traditional sort of um, uh, 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 Republican strongholds where 30 fucking people live and and 28 of them are, are Republicans. Right. So anyway, that's a whole other conversation. But my, (laughs) my point was that I wanted to make was when you're that age, all that it takes is for like that kid, that leering kid, weirdo next year he'll go to like louisville louisville university or university of kentucky or something and he'll go to like he'll meet some chick from lexington who lets him touch her boob and is like a hillary clinton you know diehard i'm with her and he'll become a democrat because that's how it is when you're that age
0: when you're that age it doesn't that he's, not he's, no, he's not
1: for anything. he's not for anything. He's a shitbag. Yeah, exactly. He's a shitbag who's going along with what his shitbag friends are doing. And they all come from a shitbag place where they do shitbag stuff like wear MAGA hats and, and group up together and, and yell at people. Now, that's what I was sort of – that's what my instincts were leaning towards. But I also found some information that is a little bit more sinister about that school. Apparently, it's got like a long history and a very recent history of of like mistreating people, mistreating. Uh, a, I mean, I guess this happens in every high school. It definitely happened in my high school. But mistreating, um, um, lots of people came out on Twitter and were talking about their shitty experiences going to this high school. Which again, I think that's pretty normal. Like, I mean, not that not that normal to have that many people, but. What caught my attention was there was one person who was posting that said, "Like, yeah, my my brother, uh, they would basically call him a fag and call him this and call him that, and uh, they also would like say his name over the announcements to like pray for him," which that's <laughs> disgusting. That's yeah, and, and that's that also awful. requires some complicity from the adults involved. And right. um, the girl, it was a, it was a, it looked like it was a, a girl's account. It had a girl's name. I just don't remember off the top of my head. But she was like, yeah, thank you very much for your concern. But, yeah, my brother did uh, take his own life after after high school because of, because of the abuse he got. And then I also found this article about um, one of their former basketball players who was just this brutal, violent rapist that got away with an insane amount of sexual assaults. And I don't know, man. This school seems like a real fucking bad place. <laughs>
0: I mean when you when you hear that much there's probably big problems with the um with the adults in that in that community. I mean it's probably they're probably breeding it, you know. Um
1: they they're probably they're probably fucking these kids up. That's what I would imagine anyway. Yeah. And the only saving grace like I said before is that a lot of that shit changes. Like that that the 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 kid who's getting all the shit, he just came out like a few minutes ago with a uh, a statement from his clearly written by a lawyer but um defending himself and explaining the situation and mitigating all the circumstances like we were standing our not he didn't say standing our ground but we were standing there this guy waded into us i'm sorry i i understand that if you feel like this rickety almost 80 year old man was like a threat to you and that made you nervous or scared okay fine whatever but you've lost the battle or the argument with me already by being in a group of a hundred people wearing MAGA hats. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to be on your side. Like, sorry. And it, whatever you get out of this situation, great. Enjoy it. Um, instead he'll, he'll probably end up being like the gun girl who, you know, the, I don't remember what school she went to, but she's always posting, you know, the, the one damn, I don't know if you've seen this. You have to be kind of online to see this shit. The uh. dumb gun girl who's like in college and, Brought her 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 uh, AR fifteen to her graduation. Oh, I,
0: I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> she's like a darling
1: right now on that in that whole world. She, oh, they, I can imagine. Yeah, they yeah. love her. They love her. Oh my god, you should see the replies in all of her posts. Like the the, the reply <laughs> guys that jump thing. in there to try to like to try to <laughs> impress her with how That's much good. they love her. Yeah, I don't know. This is like a gross story. It is. It's terrible it's terrible. You know, the the only
0: like and I don't even know really for sure. It seems like every time, like, for example, not to tie it directly to Trump, but like every time a Trump a bad thing happens, you kinda wanna think like, oh, this is gonna be like a turning point or something like that. I do feel though, and well I don't think it really will be, but I do feel I I notice with all of my Republican-y, you know, relatives and distant friends and acquaintances whatnot they seem to be embarrassed over this situation um you know whether that's gonna lead to anything i highly doubt it but it is one of the few one of the only really moments since all of this has been happening where they they, they seem to be like having a lot of trouble uh it, trying to talk their way out of it um you know oh it's it's fake they could try to go with but other than that it's like oh yeah these are just pieces of garbage wearing MAGA hats and they're just gonna have to own it you know and I I think they are kind of accepting that but I'm sure you know give it a week
1: and it'll go right back to uh you know not giving a shit I mean some of the weepier and more histrionic voices on the right were like these are children these are Babies. These are tiny babies. And I'm just like oh, dude. I kind of when I was 16, 17, I, I did shit that I I absolutely knew what the fucking what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. I knew what I was doing, 16, 17 years old. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, these kids know what they're doing. Now that it was stupid. Yeah, okay, that's true. Uh, it takes some time to realize that. But nothing has happened to these kids that can't be undone in the next year. I mean, a year from now, nobody's going to remember these kids. The, nobody remembers the name of the fucking guy that murdered and ran over Heather Hare. Like, that guy's already faded. That was only a year a uh, year and a half ago that, yeah. that Charlottesville happened. I mean, that shit, apart from the people who were really directly involved and people who pay a lot of attention to that stuff, that's faded from the public consciousness. Maybe there was another blip of it when Black Klansman came out and a lot of people went and saw that movie, but... Right, right. I mean, if people are already just forgetting about that, if, I mean, like, there's too much. Nobody's going to remember this kid. This kid's not going to lose fucking jobs and opportunities. And if he does, so what? You know what? That's the fucking risk you take. When you, I, I take <laughs> that fucking risk every day by, well, you don't take it, but I take it by, um, you know, <laughs> being associated with, with uh, progressive leftists and socialist organizations. Like, it's very easy for somebody to to decide that they don't want to do business with you because of that. And you don't have to worry about that unless your dad decides he doesn't want to do business with you. What do you think of the um, – we talked about shutdown last week, but now the, the Democrats have an offer on the table that they're not going to take. Have, you, right, have right. you read anything about that? Why don't you no, just a little bit. Like, bring us up to just, speed on the finer points and the details. Yeah, I, I, I
0: can't I can't do that for you, Q, but I, I do know that Trump uh you know, put forth a pretty bullshit uh deal and uh the Democrats said no already, right? Like within minutes, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah.
1: It's it, about as as deep as my knowledge goes of it though. I wanted to get I wanted to be like more absurd on this episode, but we're talking about serious stuff here. That's you love it though, dude. You love talking. It's as depressing as it can get. Why don't that's, you, that's why don't you right. explain how the upside-down pool would work?
0: <laughs> All right. So you know how if you um, put a straw into some water or soda or whatever and put your thumb on the top and then lift it out I'm with you. of the uh, of the drink, it, it, the The drink stays inside the straw and doesn't fall out? Right. So I want to create a an upside-down pool using that same – would it be a technology or a phenomenon? A, what, what would you a, call it? It's a
1: simple machine. It's a vacuum.
0: Yeah, it's a vacuum. But yeah, so and you would jump and start kicking and flailing and you would right. make your way in, into the pool.
1: Explain and, uh, what's fun about it. Like you, you stop kicking and flailing and you just fall out, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Onto and like, like a you're, concrete done, slab you just, or what, like...
0: Uh, that, you know, we, we can maybe put like a trampoline on the bottom or something like that. And oh, that, okay. that would help with getting you back. Well, up that's innovation. In, See, so you told me about this idea yeah.
1: 20 years ago and all I could think of I, was it's people been percolating. What? <laughs> it's been percolating this whole time. Yeah. All I could think of was people <laughs> falling out and landing on cold, hard slabs of you like, you were
0: picturing it with like an endless super Mario hole at the bottom <laughs> no, what just I was fall yeah. forever. <laughs> either, either that or what I was picturing
1: was the other thing I was picturing was was like that that sort of rough cement around a pool. You know, like that like yeah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. like that the the, the the cement that's like rough on your on your feet. Yeah Harvey hurt his paws on that before. Pobrecito poor boy. Um pobrecito <laughs>
0: Um
1: so yeah that is uh that is what I got going on. What um, what what are you up to this week? Got
0: it. What am I up to this week? Oh, man. I'm going to record a, uh, our first uh, two co-host episode of Piecing It Together. That should be fun. Just want to say, like,
1: on the topic of the shutdown, I think it's good. I don't think it... I mean, like, I don't know if there's people out there who really listen to to this for our opinion on these things. But it is good to turn down that deal. That was, like, a temporary i think 3 year protection which they're probably going to end up getting anyway for the for the uh the dreamers the DACA recipients, right right there's no point in in giving like how about this we'll put up the wall for 3 years and then tear it down and then <laughs> yeah, right you know, uh, that's that there's that's a, a good, good counter the the wall <laughs> can't happen i mean just in a very in a in a very cynical it's way it's embarrassing Democrat, forever you know that the wall can't happen no, but in a very in a very cynical way, the wall can't happen for Democrats just because then it's a win. You have to deny the administration wins and you have to yeah. deny them their biggest win. Right. It's the win. Yeah. That's like the big one. You have to just not let it happen. If he even gets enough wall built that you can photograph it and put it in a in a in a campaign video then he, he he wins because that's all that it doesn't need to actually be built. He just needs to make something that resembles a deal. They have to deny him anything that is a deal, anything that acquiesces a fucking penny. And I know that that sounds like extremist and, Oh, but you have to compromise. Yeah. Okay. Well, compromise when compromise later, compromise a different time. The Absolutely. Democrats are great at compromising. They compromise with themselves constantly. <laughs> They don't need to compromise on this. They can just just not do it, and it will be much more well received than if they do. Don't. Hey, that's something I was gonna ask you about. Uh, the the whole Tulsi
0: Gabbard uh, situation. What, what do you? Yeah, uh... I don't
1: know much about Tulsi Gabbard. Um, I like her stance on like most progressives. I like her stance on a lot of issues, but um, also like a lot of progressives. I have concerns about some very specific actions that she's had in the past. I don't know enough about her quote unquote problematic comments um, about the the uh, uh, LGBT community. I don't know enough about them. I should research before the primaries kind of get, get humming. But I, I know that she says that she doesn't mean them. It's hard for me to think that she did and that she, she apologized for them and things like that. I don't mean to sweep them under the rug. And that would probably Mm. be a real slap in the face. If the demo to everybody who is a lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, queer, um, non-cisgendered person. If the democratic nominee is somebody who has those comments in their, in their past, no matter how, um, you know, conciliatory they've been about them or or how uh how much penance they've shown i just i sort of think i don't see daylight significantly between her and maybe like she's she's somewhere in between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and for that i would just say just give me Bernie Sanders like i think like most progressives will say just fine just give me the real deal the one who right. hasn't had these problematic uh, past things and still a very young career, Tulsi Gabbard's only been in public service for not that long. I mean, I mean, I would take her over fucking Kamala Harris or Joe Biden or any of these fucking stiffs that they're walking out and that they're probably gonna f- make you know make the front runners. But I think it's gonna be a fucking circus. It's gonna be a circus. Do Do you know if Nevada has the caucuses again? No, I do not know. Um, or the the cock I can't format. I can't wait though. Yeah, I can't wait if it is. <laughs> I'll come out there for them. I'll come visit you. Nice. I'll throw some chairs at John <laughs> Ralston. I'll throw some to be like you don't have to make this one up, bitch. Smack him over the head like 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 SummerSlam. <laughs> I don't have any energy because of the way that we're eating. I got plenty of energy, but I'm also tired. I haven't eaten in like three days because I had a stomach problem. So, no, I had a hiccup. But, lost 10 pounds. Good shit. I'm looking very gaunt. I'm good. Do you see me? Hang on. Let me light myself I up. I see you. Yeah, you still kind of look like shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you still look creepy but now you look like a creepy well pe- i'm gonna look creepy for a while so. you look like a creepy person who's hungry now
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually i am hungry i i've had uh roughly 400 calories today oh i need God. to i've had something as
1: soon as we get off this i've had 400 calories probably over the last two and a half days <laughs> that's not that's not good no it's not that's not the way to do my it. My body's like, the fuck is going on here? What is happening? <laughs> and then like the my normal part of my body that is like that is like the centrist, like technocrat making sure everything runs on time and that the trains are where they're supposed to be, is like, uh yeah, there's a problem. We need more than this, and um you're not giving us more and uh and then the like chained up little fat boy inside me is like Man, what are you doing give me my feet like and
0: the fuck you what the fuck and uh <laughs> it's <laughs> and,
1: the, and the centrist guy's kind of just like yeah well he does have a point we do need some food yeah it would be it would be nice if we could eat a little something i want to eat everything essentially those pictures from that puerto rican thing that i was at uh the Puerto Rican Calle Festival yeah. in None of it looked like food we can't eat. In Winwood. No, no, a lot of it was fried. There were like fried up things. Like everything okay. there came out of a fryer. Mm. Yeah, that's not so bad, as long as it's not breaded. And the thing a lot of the things that look like meat was actually like acapurias and shit like that. That is like no. It's you'll you'll die. I'm trying to come up with shit for us to do to enjoy ourselves for the few days that you're here. That um, obviously doesn't involve drinking, which is going to be a new thing for us. I'm not even sure that I'll like you (laughs) since a lot of our friendship is predicated on drinking or doing drugs. Um, and, uh, And I don't drink anymore. So neither do you, allegedly. I haven't drank in a long time. When's the last time you drank? When I saw you in Philadelphia for Shut podcast up! podcast no way! No way. No, you you, know, had, a, you I, had a birthday. Had, you have to have drank.
0: No, I, I didn't drink on my birthday at all. Um, I did drink. I had two drinks at the Tenacious D concert the night before New Year's. Uh, on a full stomach or an it. empty stomach?
1: Full stomach. Yeah. Just two drinks. I was barely anything. I might yeah. drink on my birthday. Um, but I don't know. I've been feeling bad. So that, that makes it worse usually. Yeah, I can imagine so, I mean you sound like you're not doing very good <laughs> so it's like well, I can't not in imagine the hospital. I didn't go back drinking this, this time I didn't go back to the hospital I didn't I that's didn't, good I didn't go in for for any upkeep did it just like flare up out of nowhere no it wasn't out of nowhere I made a bad decision it always happens because I make bad decisions I um oh. but th- th- some of them are like the ones the worst ones are the ones that I used to make or was making which were out of denial and willful volition. Where I was just like, I'm gonna eat this. I know I probably shouldn't, but I think I'm gonna be okay. And then like I wouldn't be okay, right? But this this the the thing that's happened the last two times were just out of sort of absent-mindedness and just and dumbness. Like uh, I was at work the other day, and I had um, I drink, and I should stop doing this, but I drink like a whole colada. So it's like I'm, if you can see how much I'm holding up my 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 fingers, right? Uh-huh. It, colada is like Cuban coffee that's a thick syrupy sugary heavy heavy coffee heavy coffee right usually uh-huh. what you do is you get like a, a thing like this like maybe I would say two or three three ounces of it right and with three ounces of it you can go around with these even tinier like this big plastic thimble cups that are like very prevalent here in Miami and you you, you lip the styrofoam cup and you go around and you pour a thimble's worth for everybody in your office. Right. Uh. (laughs) And everybody has some, and it's, it's a Miami thing. It's it's just a normal Miami thing. And, uh, and everybody has a little shot and it's, and it's enough for most people. For me, I drink the whole two or three ounces. I get one of those by (laughs) myself. The lady puts like six little plastic cups on top of it, the little thimbles, and I take them off and I give them back to her. And I'm like, no as necessaria, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be drinking this myself. And um so I do that, and my, my stomach can handle that, although I probably shouldn't be doing it. Here I fucked up. I fucked up the other day because I went and got one sort of absentmindedly while I was on the phone in a meeting. I walked down the street and got one and came back to the office, drank it. An hour and a half or two hours later, I forgot that I'd gotten it and went and got a second one and drank a second one which was a bridge too far and fucked me up fucked me up i also i had like some cookies the night before which i don't usually ever eat like cracker cookies and uh i think just the combination and like i it it just it just gave a (laughs) flare-up i know it sounds so stupid but it's
0: well I, i just love that you absent-mindedly
1: made it Blocks away? No, no, it's not blocks away. It's not blocks away. It's 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 forty yards. It's forty yards outside of my building. I walk out the front of my building and I turn to the left and I go forty yards and it's uh, a little ventana, a little window. Like they call it in Miami, they call it the ventana, which is like the the windows at these cafes that you just walk up to. I'm explaining this because, but we have so many listeners in Miami. It sounds so elementary for me to explain this, but for the benefit of the people who don't live in Miami. The ventana is like the cafe windows that you sort of just walk up to. You don't even go inside the building. You just walk up to them and order what you want. Usually just coffee and toast or something like that. But you can order anything there. Anyway, I have a ventana right by my office. And I just wasn't thinking, dude. I was like, I had a lot of shit on my mind. Got one coffee. I was on the phone. Went back. Got a second one. And it fucked me up. And I'm paying the price now. Damn. That sucks. Yeah. So... Haven't eaten. Although I did have a little bit of food today, so I, I think maybe I'm past the worst of it. I'm Good. Sure I'm so I'm, I'm sure everybody's so psyched to hear about all this shit. Yeah, I know. Maybe well, I'll talk this out. That's what it's all about. Is just
0: us talking.
1: That's what they're here for. Yeah, just to what, hear us talk. That's what the most compelling podcasts are. Is the two dudes yeah. talking podcasts. Two dudes talking.
0: I was just a guest on a uh, podcast called "The Faces and Aces." Las Vegas podcast.
1: It's I all about, about like it. yo. There's stuff, a cat. Stuff outside. About Vegas. Shut up. There's a cat outside my house. Wow. I used it's to listen to Faces cat. and Aces. They had you on. Yeah, I was just on oh, this weekend. I like that well, that podcast it hasn't gone up. And those yet. guys live in L.A., right? Yeah, they live in L.A. Yeah. They live in L.A. Yeah, and they don't. They're not actually from. Yeah, I have to listen to that. Yeah, it should be up. I,
0: I don't know. I think this week, and then I'm going to actually be reposting it as a special piecing it together episode because what we did was we took the city of Las Vegas. And made it as if it was a movie. We came up with puzzle pieces for the city of Las Vegas.
1: Did you use my uh, suggestion of... Um, we did. Of Fear yeah, of Las co- Vegas?
0: I couldn't find confirmation on that, but I used it anyway. I was like, I haven't found
1: confirmation on this, but my friend usually knows his shit. And so <laughs> he, uh, I did bring it up. Yeah. 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 The thing that I had heard was, and if you read about this, it's actually really interesting. Um I work in this field, right, for people who don't know if you're listening. I work in the field of, like, advertising, communications, public relations, and all that shit. Uh, I was in media forever. I was a journalist for a long time, and now, now this is what I do. So one of the interesting stories is one of the most popular slogans and campaigns that's ever been created was, what happens here stays here, the Las Vegas slogan, which I found out, Dave, and tell me if this isn't, like, a little bit of a... What do you call that effect? Not the Streisand effect. What's the effect where you, uh, the Mandela effect? Tell me, this isn't a little <laughs> Mandela, Mandela effect for you? That campaign didn't start until two thousand three. I distinctly remember that campaign having started in like nineteen ninety
0: nine, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. I I, th- I thought that was weird too because when I was looking it up to try to see if I could connect it and find find you know the the full information about that. Yeah, I was very surprised that it wasn't until two thousand three. It seems like it was definitely by like the time we moved here to to Vegas. It was already already kind of in swing. Here is what I think,
1: and uh, I'll try to confirm this. I don't know yet. I did read somewhere where the ad agency that came up with it recommended to the Las Vegas uh, Convention and Visitors Authority that they wanted to launch it like in mid two thousand one. They came up with it in like nineteen ninety nine, and they wanted to launch it broadly in mid two thousand one. But something happened in September of 2001 that oh, yeah. made it not a priority nationwide to be visiting Vegas. And they delayed it for two years. Um, what I think is, I think that they had, and I, this is just my theory, because I don't think we're crazy. I distinctly remember like sneaking into nightclubs with a fake ID, which would be pre-2002. If I, if I was using a fake ID, that's pre 2002. Like, and, and those, that, 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 that campaign being a thing back when we actually cared about going to places like that on the strip. Right. Right. And, um, so I think that they did like a limited launch, like a local launch and they didn't maybe launch it nationwide. I think that they maybe had collateral or commercials or something locally. And, uh, yeah, that's my theory either that or um uh sinbad was in a genie movie because i swear to god i remember that dude i remember that i also remember sinbad being in the genie movie too
0: i i do too i do too i also have my own that nobody else has it's it's my own version Ooh, of, the, uh, I hear. of the of that thing uh i 100 percent remember the blair witch being a character on scooby-doo an episode of Scooby-Doo what? back when I was a kid. That's a fucking yeah, and stupid one. It never happened. That's a really when, stupid when the, one. When, when the movie came out, I was like, yeah, the Blair Witch. Like that, that thing from Scooby-Doo, right? And I, it's not a thing. And you've never think. been able to
1: find. No. Have you even it. ever been able to find the thing that it was that you may have mistaken it for? Like maybe it was like. I haven't Some looked that witch.
0: deep. All all I did was Google Scooby Doo Blair Witch, and there was nothing. So <laughs> that was the end of my search. But <laughs> yeah. exhaustive
1: research on your end. <laughs> You'd think it was a Bird Road skit or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Scooby Doo Blair Witch is that something? Is that a thing? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I have one that's not like that though. It's it's different. It's uh. It's uh, like, did anybody else have an uncle that like took them into like a basement, like a dark basement? <laughs> this is just and a this stupid is one. the thing <laughs> that it was told to me as it was explained to me at the time that it was happening was something that happened to everyone, but in subsequent years I realized, like, no, this doesn't happen to. You. I mean, the other people that it happens to, like, are not eager to talk about it at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I well, it starts with your uncle taking you into a dark basement, and I don't want to go too deeply into details from there, but I think you can kind of assume that it involves presents and sweets and <laughs> shame. And I'm sure you were very excited for those sweets. I was, because even when I was a skinny little kid, I was I was like fat on the inside. I love <laughs> love sugar. I have that a. How sweets. about this? Here's the premise: There's two kids, same age, uh, being raised um f- like a hundred miles away from each other. One in New York, the other one in the Poconos, and one of the, they're psychically linked from birth, and they don't know it. One of them <laughs> eats candy constantly, stays all the way for the rest of like f- the rest of his young adulthood. Skinny in great shape, svelte, attractive to the opposite sex, <laughs> losing his virginity almost immediately upon puberty and like fending off women non stop at every turn, all the while just eating the worst, worst food. And where does that food go? Mysteriously, this kid in the Poconos just keeps getting fatter and fatter and fatter, and he doesn't even know why, but he can't make the weight go away. <laughs> This is a horror movie. This is like a Stephen King book. Yeah.